Welcome back to the Meet St. Louis Podcast, the show where we take you behind the scenes of your favorite restaurants, breweries, and small businesses. I'm your host, Alexis Otos with KMOV, and I am back from maternity leave, and that means we're back with brand new episodes. I spent the last few months soaking in all of the family time with our new baby, which leads into this week's episode, a restaurant that focuses on family. Bella Milano opened its doors 20 years ago in Edwardsville, with family at the heart of the Italian restaurant. Two families joined together to fill what they saw as a void in their community for a restaurant where everyone would feel welcome. 20 years later, in two more locations, they're still going strong, even as the food scene in the Metro East has expanded more than ever. We sat down with Craig Calagero and Tom Guarina to talk history, food, and family. Tom's dad, Sam, was the original owner along with Craig, but he sadly passed away in 2020. His memory, though, is carried on at Bella Milano, and the lessons he passed down more fondly as Samisms will help ensure this family business carries on. Let's meet Tom and Craig. Thanks, guys, for joining me. Thank you for having us. Yep, appreciate it. You guys yeah. have had, uh, you guys are celebrating a, a pretty big milestone here, 20 years. What does that mean? Um, a lot of hard work, a lot of great employees. Uh, we've been very blessed to have a uh, very good uh, staff for a very long time. You know, without good people, it doesn't matter what you do. Right. You know, it's all about service. Walk me back 20 okay. years ago. What made you start the restaurant? So uh, I met Tom's dad, um, Sam Greeno, and uh, actually. I used to work for Dairy Queen Corporate in St. Louis. Oh, okay. And uh, his mom and dad bought a Dairy Queen in Wood River, Illinois. And uh, I met him through there and um, got to be friends. We talked about, hey, we need to open an Italian restaurant in Edwardsville because there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. You know, kids want to go to prom. There's nothing here. You have to go to St. Louis, whatever. And that's how the whole ball got started. And we just started rolling and <laughs> what? Just, and so you, you guys had both had some – Food industry yes. background. I've been I've been in the food industry since I was 16 years old. Oh yeah. What Started at IHOP. Uh, I, what, I was gonna say, what was the first job? Washing dishes, <laughs> bussing tables, all the way up cooking, um, Sabaros, uh, Arthur Treacher's, somebody way before your time, uh, <laughs> and then um, Dairy Queen Corporate in St. Louis. And so, um, did you always think you wanted to open your own place? Always did. Yeah. Um, something I always tell people. Uh, I remember to this day. I interviewed with uh, at IHOP when I went for the interview. Mm-hmm. So uh, the owner, his name is Walt Stauffer, and uh, Walt said, I'm going to hire you to come out back. Let's do paperwork. I'm walking in the back in the kitchen, and he hollers out, hey, this is Craig. He's going to own his own restaurant someday. Because he asked me, you know, my, my grandpa was in the business mm-hmm. in St. Louis uh, for years, but he passed away in 52. Mm. I didn't ever, never met him. Oh. I was born in 59. So uh, maybe it's been in my blood. I don't know what, but, yeah, that's... So you knew so. early on early this on. was what yeah. you wanted to do. Yeah. And so 20 years ago, you're like, okay, we're opening this place. We see this need. Were you? Did you live in Edwardsville? Uh, lived in Glen Carbon. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But so you, you saw a need yeah. for, for a place that could really fit in with the community. Do you remember that, that first opening day? Do you remember that first opening week? Month. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, yes. Um, we, we thought we'd be busy, you know, but um, at this point, we didn't even have this back room. Mm. This, we had this on After Effect. We just had those two. And we thought it was going to be busy, but, you know, it was beyond busy. It was crazy. From the day we opened, we opened on December 3rd, actually. Okay. Uh, and we, Just we, the busiest month for the restaurant. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just 
lights out, bonkers. I mean, Sam and I both were working night and day. Uh, Tom, at the time, I think you were the bar manager. Yeah. Uh, AGM, actually. Uh, yeah. AGM at that time. Yep. And uh, so it was just seven days a week, open to close, literally. And because, you you know, it was your baby, you, you know, you, you, you're there. You, you do what you have to do. And it's just in my blood. So were you pretty excited to see right off the bat that you had you were right in that assumption that this was that you were going to be filling a need. Yes, but also praying that we could handle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was a double-edged sword. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, oh my god, this is this is awesome. Yeah. It was and, definitely more than we thought it would be right. at the beginning. Yeah. You know, like Craig said, uh, the community just really supported us right from the go, and um, you know, sometimes it was kind of like running around, running into each other. You know, kind of learning on the fly some things. You know. Um, he'd been in the business and my dad had not, you know, we'd been in the, uh, fast food business for only a short period of time. So a lot of the nuances of a restaurant, you know, full serve were new to us. So, you know, we've, we've kind of been learning the the 20 years now. (laughs) Did you know that you were going to get in with the family business? Was that something that you saw when your dad said, Hey, I'm going to do this. Did you say I'm in or was there like a wait? From the very (laughs) first start, I always wanted to work with my dad. So my dad was a sales rep for Nike and Bauer and different, you know, champion and stuff like that. And I wanted to do that when I was going to college Mm -hmm. because, you know, that's what my dad did. And I just wanted to work with him. And then we bought the Dairy Queen and started doing that together, you know, and we had that relationship the the restaurant relationship that I had with him and uh w- when he said he wanted to do this I knew that was what I wanted to do as well you know like um I, I love the restaurant business I love meeting customers and you know like Craig said the staff that we have is just amazing I've met some awesome people here and um it's just been a, a fun ride you know uh, I'm sorry to hear that you lost your dad what Thank was you. that like to get to work with him for all those years though it was awesome yeah it was a. Uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything, honestly. Um, you know, some of the best years of my life and best times were spent here with him, you know. And, uh, you know, I cherish every one of those memories. You know. That must have been really hard, and I imagine it was hard oh. for it this was. community. Yeah. yeah. And if you knew Sam, Sam was like— He didn't uh, know a stranger. <laughs> no stranger. Uh, we would uh, we'd go on a trip or something together. Mm-hmm. Um, Debbie, that's Tom's mom, and my wife, Lori. And then Sam and I, we go on a trip together. And, you know, wherever we go, we get in a cab. <laughs> and he would literally know the life story of Debbie <laughs> within five-minute drive. It was crazy. We love that. Yeah, I love Sometimes them. these cab drivers are like, stop talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, he has, Sam was uh, very outgoing and mm-hmm. just uh, – Very selfless person. Big, yeah, bigger than life kind of – Personality, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was there? Did you both fit like different dynamics in the, in this business? Yeah. I feel like sometimes that's a that's a big part yep. of the restaurant business. Yeah. Yep. Because I will tell you, I don't love that. Okay. <laughs> I do this, and I, I I but that's not my forte. Mm-hmm. I'm behind the scenes guy, and you know Sam was the front of the house guy, as Tom is now hospitality director. So it's like you know it's it's a match, right. and you got to have people that complement each other. Absolutely. And uh, Sam used to always the word you know, he was a show horse and I was a workhorse, <laughs> and it's you know I'm, I was okay with that. I, if I needed something, I'd tell him what I'm going to do, and he's like, ah, oh, whatever, just go ahead and just get it. Go ahead and do what you're going to do. And it was like he trusted me with that, and we made a great team. So. Yeah, you want to work with somebody that their strengths are your weaknesses, you know, uh, and I think that's exactly what Craig and Sam matched up perfectly, you know. 
So and so those yeah. that first month you mentioned it was crazy. You guys saw, you know, a a desire from this community. How has that grown and changed over these last two decades? What what have you seen? Just a, you know, beginning to become a fabric of this community, you know, and uh, it's still like so cool, you know. I'll be out somewhere and I'll hear somebody talking about Bella. Oh, we, you know, Bella, we love Bella, and this and that, not even knowing what I do. But you're and standing there listening. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of surreal still, you know, that we've built this brand from scratch in the community. Like I said, it supported us wholeheartedly every inch of the way. And, uh, you know, we've met some of our best friends just from here, you know. Uh, I say it all the time, but it's like we're hosting a party every night, you know. <laughs> Somebody's here celebrating something at, all the time, and we get to be a part of that, you know. How many weddings and, you know, special events and even – you know, funerals that we've catered and stuff like that. You know, we've been there for a lot of um, impactful moments in people's lives, you know. What does that mean when someone says, you know what, this is my biggest day, this is my wedding, my kid's graduation, and I want you guys to provide the food? What does that mean to be a part of those lifelong memories? You know, I think it's very special, obviously, you know, and like Tom said, we, we do a lot of um, different events here and also in our King's catering facility across town we have that and uh you know it's to me that's that's just really cool and there's so many great places you know in st louis and now edwardsville that you can eat so you know when they choose you for your you know for their special day it it really does you know i mean you feel it you know and it's a great feeling when did you and then when you're like, okay, I got to make sure I come through for these well, guys. Yeah, yeah. Now. Like then the pressure, pressure starts, you know. <laughs> when did you realize that you needed to expand? You guys have two other locations. You expanded this location, which is your original, right. in, here in Edwardsville. What were those conversations like? So, you know, when you start out, you don't know really what you're going to mm-hmm. get into. So, you know, you can't bite off more than you can chew with the size of the space because, you know, the rent costs and all that. So um, we, uh, we opened up, and uh, our landlord, which is Bob Plummer, he came in, and first day he's here, he goes, uh, you guys need more space. <laughs> yeah, we know. Right off the bat. Right we know, bat. we know now. But, you know, it took us, I guess, four or five years. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, somebody had already AT&T filled this spot. store was here. Okay. So then we bought him out and took this over. Um, but then in 05, we opened up Springfield. Okay. Um, and uh, we thought Two there years was, later, yep, almost there was, a day. A, there was a, a niche there that was not being met. Mm-hmm. Same thing kind of here. Uh, we went on, we were on the outskirts of town there. We're on the, the uh, what's it considered? Wabash, the west side. Right there by Wabash. West side of town. White Oaks Mall. Uh, yeah, it's, it's further out. Uh, at the time, some people were like, well, that's, that's you're going way too far out. Mm. Like, it was well, developing. That's, that's where, but now it's all developed. Mm. So we were kind of ahead of our time there, but we're in the right spot. Um, and then in uh, 14, it Twelve, it'll follow it. Um, again, we we saw a market there that needed it, and we're like, hey, uh, we looked and looked and looked and looked for a long time, and finally found a property that we really liked and built a building down there. And how has that impacted? I mean, did it pull from the original location, or did you just grow that customer base? Just grew it. Just grew it. Grew yep. it, and then you know, having three different entities and the two catering facilities that we do. You know, it, it also helps in the fact that if we need to pull labor from mm-hmm. one to go help out another one for a little time, you know, we, we have that uh, ability to do so. 
Um, so that definitely helps. And not to mention, you know, all the creativity from, we have over 250 employees wow. at all times. So we've had so many different chefs come through here and managers and just people with different ideas than us that we've learned from, mm -hmm. you know. A lot of our menu items even have come from chefs' ideas over the years that a special they ran that customers fell in love with, you know. And um, it's given us that ability to see a lot of different things through other people's eyes, too. You know. Well, let's talk about the food. So, what? Well, a what's what is the most popular? What's your best seller? Well, I'd say for the uh, the entrees, it would be our chicken Milano. Okay. And then for our pastas, it's the pasta three way because you get three pastas and then a meatball in there. there you, you know, covered with Provel cheese. So <laughs> gotta go Provel. We yes. are in the St. Louis area. Yep. Yep. <laughs> when you were kind of thinking about what kind of Italian when you wanted to do, what was going through your mind and how has that also changed in 20 years as people's taste and palates have changed? We were pretty old school Italian at the start. I mean, we had Banya Calda on here, um, you know, veal, uh, a lot of veal dishes that are old school that we don't even have veal anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and we've just, through the years, it, it, the menus definitely change, you know. We, we have a Cajun chicken pasta, you know, that definitely is not old school Italian, you know, but one of our best dishes. And, um, you know, we evaluate our menu every single year, mm. you know, what are people not buying and what's the hot trends right now? And how can we put the Bella Milano spend on a meatball sandwich or something, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, and get creative. And we definitely do that. We go outside of our, you know, little old school Italian now and branch out and try different things a lot. When you have a restaurant that's been around for 20 years, I imagine you've got customers that have been here really kind of since the beginning. Is it hard when you take things off the menu or change things <sighs> to, to please both the new customers <laughs> yes, and the is. old ones? Yes, it yeah. is. Uh, matter of fact, what we're doing right now with this year, we've been doing retro. Okay. So as Tom mentioned, Balnicalda, we brought that back uh, for a month, I think it was, or 15 month, days, yeah. half month. Um, and we just rotate new dishes and uh, old dishes back in. And when they do, like, oh, my God, put it back on the menu. Put it back on the menu. And uh, Pepper loin's a big one. Pepper loin's one. We bring it in and out. Um, you know, orange ruffy, I think, right now. Chicken spadini, we had it on the menu, took it out. And now we just brought it back. Now it's actually back on the menu permanently because we got oh. so much <laughs> – Feedback. Feedback. We, we got to have it, yeah. And I'll tell you, the last person to be upset with me about menu items coming off was my grandma. Yeah. So <laughs> we had I to take the zucchini grandma. sticks off, and she loved the zucchini sticks. I'm like, I will make you some one of these days whenever you want them. <laughs> but, you yes, it, you know, you're going to make somebody upset when you take a menu item off, you know. And it, it's always, you know, somebody you know, and they're calling you, and why'd you take my favorite Especially thing off? Especially when it's such a community-oriented <laughs> restaurant. Absolutely. I'm sure people say, hey, Tom, what are you doing? Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I love that product. One of, my, one of my best friends. You know, I, I get static all the time. We, took, mm -hmm. we had, used to have cannelloni on, mm -hmm. took it off. He's always, when you put it back on, when you bring a special, <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it. And to speak to, to the community, you know, we're having a 20th anniversary party here on November 10th, a mm -hmm. couple days away, and it's sold out. I mean, we've got 200 people coming to this. And just the fact that people want to come help us celebrate mm -hmm. our 20th, you know, this isn't their business or their livelihood, you know, but they feel a connection to Bella Milano as we do and want to be here and help us celebrate. And that's one of the coolest things, you know, is the fact that people care about, 
your place like you do. Absolutely. I mean, in 20 years in the restaurant business, I mean, that's a pretty big feat. And yeah. we know restaurants struggle, especially yeah. in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you attribute the success to? I think it's just always remaining open to change. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to get stale. We update the facilities very often. We update the menu every single year, try to stay with menu trends. Like I said, if something's not selling, we're going to replace it with something else. And I think just being open to the idea of always changing and moving with time. You know, one of my dad, he had a lot of sayings. A lot of Sammyisms. <laughs> yes. Come Sammyisms. And, and one of them was, every day you're getting better or worse. Mm. And you stop and think about that. It's just really simple, but it's the honest to God truth. And that's everyday life. If you don't, if you don't change and evolve, somebody's coming after you. I mean, even if you're Every standing day. pat, yeah. other people are trying to improve and yeah. get better. So yeah. if you're standing pat, you're falling behind, you know? So when we moved, when we first opened, you know, there wasn't a lot of places in town. If you look at Edwardsville now, it's become a very big food town. And, you know, I, I was going to say that. I mean, I imagine it looked extremely different when you first opened. Absolutely. It was like four Absolutely. restaurants in town. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, uh, now you got multiple restaurants. And so everybody looks and says, well, I want to, I want to come here. I want to come here. I, I want to be here. And, and now a lot of, you know, a lot of, uh, chains out of St. Louis, local chains in St. Louis, mm-hmm. they're coming over here. I know, it's kind of wild. If you look across the street, yes. I mean, you got High Point, Clementine's, Drunken Fish, Kimchi Guys. I mean, all these Sauce really on the side's shows. coming, too. Yeah. There you go. I mean, what does that tell you about the popularity of Edwardsville right now? You guys started a trend. Uh, started a trend. I compare it to, like, Fairview Heights back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was growing up, it was Fairview Heights is where we went for mm-hmm. the food scene. And, you know, now people travel from St. Louis, which has a great food scene over here. And that's just, I mean, that speaks volumes because, you know, the food scene in St. Louis is great as well. Does it make you need to and want to continue to up that game because oh, there's yeah. more Oh, yeah. Oh, you Absolutely. have to. You have to every day. Yeah. Every day. I mean, you're looking at every bit of your operation from, you know, how your servers are performing. And, you know, it's and, and you get, you get Tom mentioned you 250 employees. Okay, you're trying to make sure that they're happy, trying to make sure that they enjoy their job, um, and yet they're still, do, you know, following the rules and regulations. Sure. And we know how difficult that can be sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's. I'll tell you how much we care about our employees, too. During COVID, we didn't let anyone off. Even the catering team, which obviously there was no catering going on, we brought them over to the restaurant, mm. gave them jobs here, and anybody that wanted to work did. We didn't furlough one person. That's um, impressive. And we COVID. know we're I very mean, proud of that. Staffing a restaurant is, is one of the biggest challenges, yes, especially these days. So I imagine that gives you some longevity there with your staff. Well, we were very happy that we didn't let anyone go. I mean, we we ate those salaries for a long time. Um, but when things opened up, everybody's scrambling to find labor mm-hmm. and we kept all of ours. So we were kind of in a good spot there when things I mean, when it opened up, it was opened up right, <laughs> you know yeah. people were ready to get back out and enjoy their lives again you know yeah. so uh we were ready for that and i think a lot of restaurants i mean still struggling to find help you absolutely. know absolutely celebrating 20 years what does the next 20 years look like do you look that far ahead or are you looking just to <laughs> not, next not, week not that far for me <laughs> for tom uh you know uh i don't know that, that's a good question um I'm not going to do it forever. I can tell you that. I don't know what that means. Uh, but at some point, Tom and uh, Director of Operations, Michael Giberson, this will be their baby. And, you know, I'll just be coming and enjoying 
Good. <laughs> He'll just come so, in and yeah, eat, yeah, the, yeah, eat the good yeah, food yeah. and be the new customer call that's and be correct. like, hey, put that back on the that's menu. Right, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. And for me, yeah. I hope to still be here in 20 years and still making new friends, you know. Uh, well, this is my life, and, you know, like I said, I have a great job and uh, great career and couldn't ask for anything more, honestly. What do you consider, and maybe this is different for, for both of you, what would you say has been the biggest joy or that biggest moment that really hit you, this is what I was meant to do? That's a good question. I don't ever, I've never really thought about that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'd uh, say for obviously me. Obviously, you don't have to yeah. pinpoint the one, but if right. there's a moment over the years that you said, hey, you looked around the restaurant or, you know, you looked at your staff, your family, your friends and said, you know, this is, this is what this restaurant means to us in the community. You know, for me, it was uh, my dad being proud of me, you know, and, uh, you know, he'd always tell me that I was a great restaurateur and I was a better restaurateur than him, which is not true. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I appreciated that. Um, and uh, he one time told me, he's like, you know, the first month we were opening this business, he said, you know, we were, like I said, all running around crazy. And uh, he comes up to me before a shift or right before it. And he's like, this, did you do this, blah, 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 that, that, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I finally look at him and I'm like, Hey, if you want to run the place, <laughs> I'll take off. Otherwise, I'm busy. I got stuff going on. And he said he thought right then. He's like, well, I don't know what I'm doing if he leaves. You know, I can't do this and this and this. So, um, you know, just like I said, the way he was so proud of me. And he told that story, and he was very proud to tell it, you know. Um, and uh, for me, that was – those are my best moments. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I imagine. I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I – I don't think people tell me I have good questions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, great questions. You know, I, have, I don't know if there's any one time that I've ever stopped and said, oh, you know, we made it, mm -hmm. you know, because um, I think when you do that, you might come back to bite you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I guess I'm always looking ahead. What's next? What's next? How can we get better? Um, what are we doing wrong? What are we doing right? Were there uh, ever moments on the flip side that you were like, Oh my God! What am I doing? Oh yeah, Get me yeah, out of yeah. This restaurant yeah, business. yeah, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a sore subject. Um, we actually opened a place in St. Peter's. Mm. It was called Bella Italian Cafe. Okay. And um, it was a fast casual version of Bella Milano. So you think of this meets Panera. Okay. Or uh, more. Romo or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, or uh, Qdoba. Okay. Walk up to the line, place sure. your order. Yeah. It lasted like four or five months. And that uh, was Sam and I and, and two other partners uh, out of St. Louis, friends of ours. And it was not good. And it was very, um, it was uh, not the right location. Mm. And uh, we learned very quickly. And uh, we got out of it. And uh, it was not a good experience. So, yeah. I know one of my we, dad's we best moments was he was on a flight. He traveled a lot. And he was sitting next to this lady. And they got to talk. And she's, he's, she's like, what do you do? He's like, well, I'm one of the owners of Bella Milano. And she stopped and she looked at him and she grabbed him. She's like, oh, my God, I love that place so much. Aww. It's like I'm sitting next to a rock star. <laughs> and, and he just loved that, you Aww. know. My dad, he loved to be the center of attention. And, you know, if he, he was in a room, you knew it. And, uh, you know, he, he really loved that story because he's like, she was genuinely, you know. Starstruck. Starstruck, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and those are good moments. I hear that, too. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm one of the owners of Bella Milano. Oh, my God, really? You know? So that does make you feel good. Right. So, yeah. Well, and, you know, as many will 
will hear in this episode or other episodes with so many different restaurant owners, you know, it is a challenge. There are, there are days that are really hard. Yeah. You've got closures, you've got openings, you've got successes, you have failures. And, and it's really a testament to what you've done here that 20 years of have been built and, and created what you have in the community. You uh, wear you wear very many hats in this business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You Human resources. Yeah, that's right. You're a guidance counselor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we just put a new, actually put a new dishwasher in back last, uh, early December. Big automatic dishwasher. Mm -hmm. And that's Tom. I was back there washing dishes with him. Yeah. And they were like, their, their mind was blown. That's a sign of a good owner, yeah. though. Yeah, so you do what you got to do. You know, yeah. it's, it's you know I was... I cook. I get on the line and cook, and uh, I'll hear her very often. I don't know. I've never worked at a place where the owner gets on the line and helps us, you know, and things like that. And it's, you know, this is this is my livelihood as much as it's yours, you know. And uh, to the same to what you're saying, you know, we've had bad days in the restaurants, and I, I think one of the things that, you know, helps us is we, it, when we have one of those special occasions that things don't go perfectly. Mm -hmm. We'll think about it for weeks, you know, like, and what can we do? What, what did we do wrong? How did it go wrong? What can we do better, you know, and always examining our failures, too, to make sure that we don't repeat the same mistakes, you know. Just as important to look at those failures as those it successes. Is. Yeah. It is. And mistakes are going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's how you correct those mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know, another Sammyism I'll tell you, is he had <laughs> a lot, <laughs> a lot. Uh, you know, um, no good restaurant wants you to leave unhappy. A bad restaurant doesn't care. So, you know, if you've got a problem in a restaurant, let the management know mm. right then and there. You know, because... In person, not it, on the internet. Yes. Not on the internet. Yep. Yep. We, they want to fix it. We want you to walk out happy. Happy, yeah. you know, that, because we can't solve it if we don't know it. Mm -hmm. And so many people, especially in this day and age, they get home and they get on the computer and they start, you know, putting things out there. Mm -hmm. and It's like, all you have to do is just tell us. Yeah. We didn't realize we made a mistake, you know? So, We yeah. don't want you to eat cold food, no. yeah. you know? Yeah. Want you to eat what you yeah. didn't order, whatever you know. Absolutely, and yeah, as you said, that's that's sort of that sign of a, a good owner, a good restaurant right. is is wanting to to fix that and and make sure people leave happy. Thank you. And you know, we our our managers, their job is to be on the floor touching tables. Mm -hmm. That's their job. So I know a lot of places you go, you never see a manager. I've been there and done that. Even fine dining restaurants, you never see the owner, you never see the manager, whatever. Uh, here, you'll always see a manager on the floor. All locations uh, now and hopefully have a table touch yeah 90 percent of the time i mean there could be a catastrophe going on sure. you know somebody didn't show up in the kitchen and they're tied up they're at the dishwasher yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah or, or doing salads or, or yeah whatever or, or the computer's down they're on the phone so that can happen but 90 percent of the time you can get a table touch okay and that's that they know that's a responsibility mm -hmm. so uh we really pride ourselves on that a lot What's your advice to those listening who are either just getting into the restaurant industry or have been there for a bit uh, to, to see the success and, and kind of the joy that you found in this business? I would say just immerse yourself in the business and learn as much as you can. Um, when we first started, you know, I was reading every wine book I could get my hands on, um, learning cocktails and um, learning to cook. You know, you want to be able to do everything because you don't know if you're going to have to be the grill guy that night if he walks out, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you want to know every aspect of your business and your people, you know. That's the really the biggest thing. Take care of your people because if you take care of them, they're going to take care of you. And 
you know, our employees run this business like it's their own. They care that much about it. And that's because we care about them, you know. Um, I won't get into it, but we've done things for employees that no employer would ever do, you know. We're invested in their lives as well as their work. So uh, I I think that's one of the biggest things because they're going to make or break your business. You're not going to be here 100% of the time and able to touch every single one of the tables yourself. So you got to make sure that the people that you have here have your back and you want the best for you and the business. Your you know, um, like Tom says, know every function of the, of the, of the, of the restaurant. Uh, don't be afraid to make mistakes because they're going to happen. Uh, but how do you correct those mistakes? Um, I had a, uh, to Tom's point, I had a restaurateur, another uh, gentleman in town. Um, it was a Friday night. This has been, I don't know, maybe eight, ten years ago. I was at his restaurant, and uh, he's like, how – when it was the owner, he's like, how are you not your restaurant tonight? I'm like, well, I've got good people. They're running. And he goes, oh, I can't, I can't leave on a Friday night. And I'm thinking, man, okay, I, that's, that's pretty good. I've, I, I like that, you know, because you want to have some Friday nights off. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be tied down to the restaurant every day. So, yeah, that was, that was but at first, you got to be there, yeah. you know. And we're on 24-7. I mean, people like, you know, oh, what do you do? You just sit home and do nothing all day. No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> there's always a problem. There's always something going on. And when you got as many restaurants as we have, is there's always an employee issue, an equipment issue, you name it. There's there's something happening most of the time. You know, like Greg so. said, we wear a lot of house. I mean, we're electricians sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> we are the HR department. Yeah. Marketing. <laughs> you know, uh, hey, well, what you know, what what's going to come up next month? What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. It's a th- this is our you know 20th anniversary. Plan out the whole year. What you know, what's coming next month? Right. And, and so you're always trying to think ahead we always know? try to have exciting events going on mm-hmm. you know um just this year we've had you know buffalo trace barrel um parties you know we've had we did a color and wine party where we had five different colors of wine paired with five different colors of food oh, that's fun. and it's just fun events like that you know to keep us top of mind for the community and just have fun things to do for the community you know as well as ourselves you know our staff loves you know the party that we're doing on the uh, 10th mm-hmm. Our GM and our AGM, who've been with us a very long time, Kay Batten and Malcolm Isaacs here, uh, they will be over there celebrating with us. And that's going to be just a fun night for them, too, you know. And a lot of people that made that 20-year yeah. celebration yes. possible. Yes, and we and hope to see a lot of those people Tom, there. Tom had mentioned a while ago the people we've made friends with along the way. There's still a lot of people that we're friends with that have – we're our original team here mm. that we still talk to or they still come back into town – and we get to see them and things like that. We follow them on Facebook, and it, it's, it's really cool mm-hmm. to see how these people have developed over the years. I was a server going to SIU, working here, and then all of a sudden now they're, you know, in real estate or, you know, they're whatever. Running their know, own business. Running their own know. business, you know. It's really cool to see that. Well, so. you mentioned 250 employees. You've got to have seen a lot of people throughout the community. But imagine it's nice to see them kind of create their own paths of success that you know may have started right here in this restaurant it definitely is and we tell our people that all the time we want you know what we want you to achieve your dreams and you know if you're not going to be a restaurant lifer you know we want you to go on and do what you want to do and we'll help you with that you know um, I've used my contacts to help get people jobs even when they worked for me you know <laughs> because you know I know they're not going to be here forever they took care of me a long time I'm going to take care of them and yeah help them achieve their dreams, you know? 
Thank you guys. Thank that you. was so fun. Thank really you. enjoyed yeah, talking that was a lot awesome. about it. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, I think that'll work. We have some great episodes, especially with the holidays coming up. But if you have a suggestion on who you want to meet on the podcast, let us know on social media. You can find us at the Meet St. Louis podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Make sure you hit that follow button. Thanks for listening. And we'll meet you back here next week.